a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. The Cougars are in crisis. BYU's been outgained tonight, 424 to 388. BYU takes a four-game skid to one of the toughest places to win in the country, Boise State. Lack of execution, and it seemed like third and third and short and fourth and short is our nemesis right now. It's special extended pregame coverage brought to you by UCCU on Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio. Welcome back into extended pregame. BYU versus Boise State. Cougars are four and five. Boise State six and two on a winning streak, four-game winning streak, and BYU's looking to end a four-game losing streak, and they'll have to do it on the difficult and challenging blue turf here in Boise. And this extended pregame is always brought to you by UCCU. UCCU has 15-month savings certificates with APY of four percent. UCCU. Love where you bank. Let's break down this matchup with some three and out. Three and out. A quick hit look at BYU's next opponent on the gridiron. It's three and out on Cougar Sports Saturday. All right, this is something we do throughout the season on game days where it's a fun segment that will give you some interesting stats that could affect the game, some players to watch when you're watching or listening to the game, and, of course, some bold predictions. Like any football drive, it all begins with first down. First down. Here's where we give you an interesting stat that could have an impact on tonight's game. I'll start things off, Mitch, with the number 93. Hmm. Uh, when it's that low, it's not a good thing. Oh. And that is the ranking of BYU's red zone offense this season. Not good. And they were so good the past couple of years in scoring in the red zone. They have taken a giant step back offensively when it comes to scoring in the red zone. Uh, they're only scoring on 78% of their opportunities in the red zone. Uh, missed some field goals. That's hurt the percentage. Uh, not even scoring at all like they did last week against East Carolina late in the game. So if BYU wants to get a win on the road and possibly get the bowl eligibility, they have to be better than seven. You know, three out of four trips you're scoring. That's not going to be good enough on the road if you want to beat Boise State or Stanford. Preferably beat Boise State, then you have a bye, then you have Utah Tech, and then hopefully you're at six wins and it takes some pressure off. But man. Just the red zone offense has been really disappointing this year, and there's no way they beat Boise State if they're that bad in the red zone later tonight. That's a great pull, and Boise State, just to build on that, 
they have not given up a red zone touchdown this season. So Boise State's defense, very good in the red zone. My stat is the number three. That's the number of times BYU has won as an, as a touchdown underdog under Kalani Satake. BYU is typically pretty good in this spot. They've won three times. The last two times this has happened where BYU is a touchdown underdog, they've won outright. 2021 Utah, 2019 against Boise, and the third time was 2018 against Wisconsin. Should be noted, too, if you're into this sort of thing, it's all entertainment purposes. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Disclaimer. BYU has... uh, has covered the last five times that they've been a touchdown underdog. So what I'm getting at is that BYU plays well when they are a huge underdog. That Kalani teams, they get up. They rise the occasion. And I will say that the vibe at practice this week was pretty good. Uh, you know, when the players would leave the field that Arkansas week, that Liberty week, it just had a tone and a feel that was like, this isn't going to happen. This isn't going to get it done. Uh, this week, it, it, the spirits did feel good. I, I feel like that fourth quarter last week against ECU, the defense. And in, and in 2019, spirits. they were, you know, we'll never know for sure, but they were probably playing for Kalani's life, livelihood. Well said. And it, are they playing for his livelihood today? We don't know. Probably not. Yeah, no. But uh, a chance to get to bowl eligibility, a little extra motiv- motivation, Boise State, that all bodes well. Yeah, it's a, it's a game where... You know, you've procrastinated the whole semester if you're a student, and now you got to cram to get that last little bit in to get ready for the final. Second down. What? All right, this next down is where we give you a player to watch. Uh, for me, on the BYU side of things, Lopini Katoa. Give that guy 20 carries again. Now, if that was Chris Brooks, I would say the same thing, but he's probably not available. So Lopini Katoa, I thought, was one of the bright spots against East Carolina. He got the ball a lot. He had a good yards per carry. He had a score. So Lapini Katoa, they have to run the football. And I think that he's been trending upwards. He's been playing good football. So keep an eye on Lopini. You heard Connor Pay earlier talk about they got her on the ball. Well, Lapini's going to be, I think, the go-to back. Miles Davis will be in there as well. But, it, you know, if you're going to play guys based on, you know, production and the way that they played previously, Lapini earned the job. With Chris Brooks out against, you know, with that performance against the Pirates. So keep an eye on Lopini. What about you, Mitch? My guy is Puka Nakua. Get him the ball at all costs. Uh, you know what? I don't typically want to see him at running back because he's gotten hurt in that spot in jet sweeps. But, hey, if you got to go to that well, too, just find Nakua uh, at any time in this offense because he just makes big play happen. B- big plays happen. And against Boise State, if they want to pull off this upset, they got to get the ball to their playmakers because last week in – a key fourth down, a fourth down, uh, fourth and two in the red zone. They didn't do that. And then a fourth down where, or third down, uh, they, they passed out to Mason Wake. you got to find Puka Nakua in those critical spots. So my guy to watch is Puka Nakua. And I think we can co-sign for Boise State. Taylor Green, their quarterback, after Bonkmeyer no went into the transfer portal. Taylor Green has kind of saved their season. He's been great for new coordinator Dirk Cutter. So a dual threat guy, he's going to be a challenge. He's six six, two hundred twenty pounds. I mean, he makes KJ Jefferson look kind of, kind of small by comparison a little bit. I mean, Dalen Green's a a big QB for the Broncos. Third down on this pivotal down in three and out, where BYU hasn't been as good as they need to be, but we're going to be. Are you going to get the stop, Matt? <laughs> you to get off the field? I'm getting off the field with this bold let's prediction, get out of this Mitch. Segment. Quick, let's go. <laughs> My bold prediction, Jaron Hall. A rushing touchdown. Ooh, I, I just like. think Jaron Hall, it was so nice to see him against ECU run the football. 
and they weren't all quarterback design runs. There were a few, but there were some, too, where a play broke. Just get the yards. I think this year there's maybe been a little too much. And I'm talking about passing play specifically, Mitch. The play breaks down. You get outside the box, and you're waiting, 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 waiting. Oh, got to throw it away. Just go get five or six yards and get out of bounds. That's what we're looking for. We saw that against East Carolina. It added to the offense. It helped to the run game. I anticipate that will continue. And so a rushing TD for Jaron Hall. That was a bold prediction that was worthy of the old school. I'm moving my arms right now. Hearing voice. Yeah, they do. It's and that, uh, Growing up, that yeah. was my favorite. Oh, that I would always that get one. me jacked. That one and the uh, Lord of the Rings one, which made, You shall not pass. <laughs> Here's my bold prediction. BYU doesn't play on the blue turf again for at least 15 years. Is that bold? I think it's pretty bold. <laughs> at least why I, would they? I, I think it's. I think we're never going to see this thing. For, you know, what, I'll make it even bolder. 20 years. How about that? 20 I years. I like that. However, can I just say I like this game. I would. I, I would. I would like. Here's a. Here's a. Speaking bold, I want this game played more than BYU Utah State. Yeah, 100. percent because it hurts the quarterbacks in the Utah State series. <laughs> Good Every quarterback gets hurt for that alone. Yes, play Boise. Even if you never win on this blue turf, play Boise because the quarterback that's might be upright. That's still. such a good point. The season changed with the Utah State game. It did. It's not a coincidence that Jaron takes that hit and then they offense unravels. Yeah. They're scoring since that game less. Their scoring points per game is uh, 11 points less. Since the Utah State injury to Jaron Hall. We got to take a break. That was three and out. Extended pregame coverage rolls on. It's always brought to you by UCCU. Love where you bank. Live from Boise, Idaho. It's extended pregame BYU and Boise State here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.